We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, it is time for the spillover. Raf and AD are in the house. Fellas, good morning. Good to see you. Nebraska basketball on top of the world right now. Bam. Seventh, that seventh seed. What? <laughs> hey, Raf. Yeah. <laughs> seventh seed in what? The NCAA <laughs> basketball <laughs> tournament. I was listening to Tom and Melby last night. And yeah, were, yeah, yeah. They were talking. Love seated. their show, by the way. They said there's the glimmer of hope that NCAA tournament dream uh-huh. rolls again. So I got to believe Nebraska NCAA tournament bound. Raph. First ever victory in the NCAA tournament this year. Oh, Raph, just. Kent Pavelka Raph, passes Raph. out. Uh, Kent Pavelka passes out. He wants it bad. He does. Listening to him uh, finish the game. That's my voice even gone a little bit. Listening to him call that game, Raph turns up a little bit. We listened to him, and it was good to hear Kent excited, too, man. 63-53, Nebraska win in Omaha against number 7 Creighton. Nebraska dictated terms from the start. Nothing fluky about it. Some people are going to say, well, they got Creighton on a bad shooting night. Ah, they had something to do with bad. Well, we didn't shoot the best either. No. <laughs> Nebraska 3 for 12 yeah. from three-point line. Creighton 10 for 40. And Jake was saying, now we didn't have a disagreement. Jake, I just I just added to what Jake said. Jake said Creighton missed a lot of open three-pointers. Yes, but I think there's a cumulative impact when you play as well as Nebraska did on, on defense. Mm-hmm. I thought even their open shots were a little hurried. I mean, because Nebraska was scrambling so well, yeah. um, and the rotations were really good, even at those open shots were – they weren't wide, wide open. Guys were flying to them a little late sometimes is what you're getting at. So I, I think the cumulative impact of Nebraska's tough defense wore, wore on Creighton's shooters a little bit. If, and Creighton yeah. might be a little overrated, by the way. Well, again, Creighton is a team that shot poorly against Texas, but still only lost by five against the number two ranked team in the country on the road. So you thought, okay, they can overcome that because they just are good enough. But Nebraska outscored them 46-16 to 16 in the paint. Mm-hmm. Took it to When has Nebraska ever done that to anybody? Well, 46, or I mean a power five team at least. Derek Walker. Owned Kalkbrenner as we mm. mentioned. Owned him. He played big boy ball yesterday. He did. He played. Big he has boy since ball. he come back. Ad. Yeah. yeah, he's come back with a chip on his shoulder. Seems he like really it. has. And something else I was I was thought was interesting. Um, Nebraska's help defense, like you mentioned, rotation. They did a good job of of helping and rotating and getting back on it. I mean, they, they, they played – you can tell they played with a sense of urgency yesterday. They did. You know, they played with a sense of urgency. It's like, we're not losing this game. Even Confident, though, too. Yeah, yeah. You could see their confidence right out – like, the right before the first under – the first TV timeout. I was struck by how confident Nebraska came out. Here's – I was fearful yeah. about – I'm going to ask you guys this. When it got to 31-23, and okay. then we didn't score again for like four and a half minutes. Yep. In my head, I'm thinking, "Here we go! Oh crap! Here we go again!" What did you guys think at that point? I thought their you defense. Were, you were I, confident. I, still. I, was, I was still. I thought Nebraska was playing 
so well on defense and just kind of well in general. They're getting the loose balls. They looked confident. And Creighton looked, I don't know, Creighton didn't look right to me. So I didn't think Creighton was going to – I wasn't waiting for the roof to cave in. Mm -hmm. I I just thought, okay, if Creighton wins this, A.D., they're going to have to win it close. They're not sprinting off today. If Creighton wins this at all, it'll be – Raph, it would be like a shot in the final 15 seconds. They're going to have to get over the top that way because they're not going to sprint off on this, mm. on this day. It didn't look like that to me. Me too. <laughs> were you jacked or were you just upset about your beloved Broncos? Uh, why do we have to bring that up? Oh, we're going to talk about the Broncos game time. time. No, that was actually that was a new game for the Broncos. That's right, they were the first. Yeah, I, they started off. But you're very open about your Bronco fandom, and you can't. You, yeah, you're still I, I a fan run. when they lose. I can't run from that. No. Well, yeah, the Broncos. <laughs> hmm. The Broncos scored nine points again in the ball game and thought that was enough to win. Well, the, the the most upsetting thing about that was after the game they interviewed Nathaniel Hackett, coach of the year candidate. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he goes, well, I felt like we did some great things on offense today. What game are you watching? There was nothing great. You scored nine points. Hey, I got an idea, by the way, Raph. See if you like this one. Fire How him. about Prime coaches both teams? Ooh. He coaches the Colorado Buffs and the Denver hey, he Broncos. He played two sports at the same time. <laughs> he played baseball and football. He could coach two different teams. It's like, it's like big deal. <laughs> that, actually, that actually crossed Prime. my mind where I was like, maybe the, the Walton Pinner family just says – just, yeah, you know, Colorado don't have that money yet for you, but we, <laughs> we, we got that money. We've got plenty, <laughs> but you got to coach both. No, no, just one. <laughs> quickest, quickest Colorado coaching ever. Straight. No, to wait the a Broncos. second, we want prime. Yeah, <laughs> man. I, I'm yeah. I'm just glad. I'm not, I'm not happy. I'm not happy for you, Raph. I'm just glad that my assessment of week one of that guy is completely. Yeah, you were on. You were. You were. I said that guy's an idiot. You were hammering Hackett right out of the game. And Raph defended him as you went for its first game as a head coach. I said, no, this guy's a moron. It was obvious game one. How puts the moron tag on people? Improve at all over any weeks of the season. I mean, their wins. They beat the Texans barely, who suck. They beat. They beat uh, another crap team earlier that sucked. They, they, have, they, they beat, have nothing redeeming on their wins. But they did beat the 49ers, Jake. That 11 to 10 in the worst game in the history they of the beat football. beat the Niners. Yeah. 11 to 10. NFL the high-scoring team they are. Nick, you call. I mean, Jake, Jake, you called it out twelve weeks ago. You got this guy's an idiot. He's a moron. I was like, that's awfully aggressive. Really? No, now it's coming. Oh, Jake, he's Jake, Jake, on this one. Man. Jake is very aggressive with the morons. Yeah, <laughs> but not as much. As, he's like one of the most I've ever called a moron consistently. Yeah. That guy is a moron. The I mean, fact he's still employed is amazing. Yeah, for night for right now. Yeah. He should be fired. He should be fired today. It's is early. he getting? Is he getting whacked this week? Well, I think they'll wait till the end of the year then. Are you just wasting over? a year? I mean, this is a yeah, complete waste. Like you said, they have a great defense. It's still great. Yeah. I mean, ten points is enough to win any football game. Yeah, yeah. And they give that Absolutely. that touchdown with under a minute to go. I mean, they had, it was three points the yeah. whole game. I know that Lamar got hurt, but Tom, Huntley's a good quarterback. He's put up points before. Mm-hmm. Three points. I wonder if the locker room does a defense. Is there division defense offense? It there doesn't was, sound well, like it. I talked to Parker Gabriel yeah. a lot. You know, Parker Gabriel's former Lincoln yeah. Journal star. Writer who covers the Broncos now. I mean, he's in the locker room. He tells me about all the conversations with those yeah. Zeke and Randy Gregory. It's fascinating. Yeah. Doesn't seem like there's like they're having issues in the locker room. Well, me. they had that little blow up last week with Purcell and Wilson. Oh yeah. Oh, where they got down to it on the field a little bit. But then who's Purcell? Oh, uh, just a defensive lineman for okay. Broncos. So 
But then they this week they they said they spoke and everything and they were all good. They did competitive fire and stuff like that. But it's really funny. Yesterday, a lot of Bronco fans were mad at the defense because they felt like the they they let them down at the yeah. end of the game by going down and scoring a touchdown. But I'm like, should they have been in that situation right. to have only have been given up? be sitting at giving up 10 points. If you give up 10 points in NFL, you should win every time. Mm-hmm. They were actually Denver. What was the statistic? Since like 2017 or something like that, in games where teams have given up f- or 10 points, it's like 215 and 5. Well, Denver was. Hey. How can you be mad at your defense when you give up 10 points in the game? People wondered about Nebraska, by the way. Was there tension in the locker room because of, you know, the, the defense for Nebraska came on really strong? You know, during the latter part of the season, the offense was foundering. foundering. But you know what? There wasn't. I, I mean, well, I've, I asked some of those coaches, and they said, you know what? Not, not, not really. The, the, defense, the defensive guys just don't say much about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they just. Which is smart. Yeah. Which is smart. Yeah. Yep. Why, why, why? Well, you, want, I, you wonder, though, right, what they're thinking. Right. But no, what I was told is, no, those guys, they just do their work. Keep their mouth shuts about mm-hmm. it. They know what the deal is. Yeah, it doesn't that doesn't do any good. I could see that happening more in the pros than I could in college. Why is you that? know, in the pros, you know, those are all paid professionals. You know, just kind of like you know, I'm going to get on your tail. I'm getting paid too. I'm busting my tail off out here. I'm, I expect the same. My 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 my, my employment's on the line. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> big time. Yeah. College, I don't see it as much, but I could see how it could happen. But I also could see how it could uh, it could really. Uh, bring some more bad things to the locker room you don't need. Yep. All right, fellas, that's it for the spillover. Wow, what's the listen, deal? I'm, it's a time deal. It's a time deal. New rules. <laughs> new rules. The drive with Raffinade DS next for Steve Sipple. I'm Jake Sorensen. <laughs> See you.